Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, Hindu squats, oppressive classmates, cheermen with a love of posteriors, escape plans, and the underground student council. Listener discretion is advised. episode of the spark and manga review some podcast providing informative reviews about connected enhanced narratives i'm your host zan saying konnichiwa aloha bonjour what's up and beforehand before we go any further i have to say happy nine year anniversary nine years we've been doing this Woo! took us long enough been going crazy been going fast and hey i'm excited i'm happy nine years ago today well this is being released two days later but nine years ago today me and Mason released an episode where we talked about Sorcerer Hunters, Boys Over Flowers. We debated about the definition of pedantic. Ah, uh, good memories. For those of you who joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, like I said, Spirekin is some podcast providing informative reviews about connectly. Um, some podcast providing informative reviews about connectly dance narratives. Uh, we've been doing this for 10 years. Every episode we talk about one or two mangas, depending on if I have a co-host or not. And I, we tell you about the best and worst parts about the manga. If the art style is great, if the story is good, how the characters are, and if it's worth investing your time or not. Now, you don't have to agree with anything I say, but I've heard we're a little entertaining and we're pretty prolific. Nine years, so I think we have a little bit of knowledge on what we're talking about. Also, we're pretty fun. So, thank you for joining us. And today is a lot of fun because, like I said, nine years... Nine years since we started this podcast, and a lot has changed. I expected to be a little bit more ahead in my panels and podcasts, but hey, 210 nine years is not bad. It's not amazing, but it's not bad, and hopefully we're going to do this for a long more time. And I got a lot of more episodes going up. I just turned on a fan. I apologize. Just needed it for a second because it is getting a little bit steamy in here and a little hot. For some reason, it's ungodly warm. Now, before we get to the Manga of the day. Actually, let me get some of the little information out of the way. Now, uh, we have Cast Point Anime Convention coming up, and I'm actually running a Thief panel there, which is the Who Stole This Panel, Thieves in Anime and Manga. And that should be a lot of fun. But the big one coming up is in June, on the 9th through the 11th, is going to be Anime Next at Atlantic City at the Sheridan Convention Center. And I'm kind of excited for that. I'm really excited for that. And we have a bunch of panels, hopefully. 
Unfortunately, I don't know what the panels are or when they're going to be because we've heard nothing from the panel director. I'm a little concerned about that. It's now three weeks away and we've heard nothing. So if we got if we weren't accepted, send us a rejection letter. I don't know. Hopefully I get something soon. Smoke signal something. But either way, I'm going to be there. I'll keep you guys informed as to what's going on. You can check out Twitter and the Spirekin website, www.spirekin.com. Or can you can email me at sparkin at gmail.com for any information on the panels. And if when the panels do come out, I will be posting where they're going to be on the website. And I'm also going to be posting the information after the panels, what we we're talking about in the podcast. So, it's all good. So now, let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. I'm talking about the manga that we were talking about. That one which everyone's been asking about because it is so crazy and weird. And so awesome i mean the fact is that this manga i recently saw the live action addiction and i thought yeah this is gonna be garbage I'm like no this is actually amazing the weird part about the live action though i will say this the entire cast is all porn stars and they do a good job it's not porn star acting i was shocked at that i was like they're all porn stars but it's good what the fuck this is amazing as you can tell i'm gonna be using a lot of profanity in this episode because what are you gonna say this is such a fucked up and weird situation you have to go balls to the wall crazy with this but let's go let's talk about this manga that we're talking about that was get that if in the last episode of the spark and manga review i spun that wheel of manga and it provides me i'd be reviewing that manga in this episode and this is a manga which was written by akira hiromoto it was published by kodansha it's released over here by yen press and the crazy part about the yen press release i have the first volume i got it sealed in plastic when i opened it up there's actually an error in my copy they actually printed, there's a, a color page in the front. The color page is backwards. They actually put it in backwards. It's a weird mistake, and it's just, it's kind of cool. So I'm going to keep this volume of this manga because it has that. But it's a weird little thing. Uh, it is a sentence series that was released by Weekly Young Magazine. Uh, came out 2011. It's still coming out. They're 25 volumes. There is an anime series, which is the first season, then an OVA. I think they're doing a second season. I'm not sure. But there is a live-action adaptation, which, like I said, it's a really good drama. I'm surprised. I didn't expect it to be that good, but it is really good. And this is a etchy comedy prison school story. And what am I talking about? As I just said, this is prison school. Now, for those of you who have not heard of this manga or watched the anime, well, if you are of noble sensibilities, you may want to skip this episode because I'm going to be talking about a lot of fucked up shit in this. If you're depraved and a degenerate, well, welcome to the insanity. And an interesting note, uh, the creator of this, Akira Hiromoto, did a lot of doujinshi work. So, yeah, it shows a lot of the basics of this manga show that it's a doujinshi work. Because there's a lot of stuff which is like borderline BDSM and like you could see it turning into a sex scene. But doesn't go that far. And so what is Prison School about? Prison School is the story of the Hachimitsu Academy. It is one of the strictest schools in Tokyo that is strictly a female academy. But something has changed. Because of various situations, they've decided to allow men into the school. Boys are going to be going to this formerly all-female school. And you think, hey, they're going to release, you know, we'll do smart thing, we'll have... 100 guys go in, 200 guys. No, they're going to have five boys come in. Only five out of the thousand girls who are in this school. So that is 
a 200 to 1 ratio. That is crazy. And a lot of the girls are not for this. Like saying, oh, we can get a boy outside of school. We don't want boys in the school. This is our hidden area where boys can't be allowed. Where it's just us. Boys are evil. Boys are perverted. And that causes a lot of resentment to these boys who join this school. Now, we have the five boys. Each one of them has their own weird personality. We'll go backwards. We have our big, quiet... Weird-looking individual, Reggie Ando, a.k.a. Andre. He is big and weird and quiet. He's also a very big masochist. <laughs> he likes it when girls yell at him, spit at him, and beat him. He actually gets really aroused by it. And it shows later on. Then you have Joji Nezu. He is a very frail individual who has... Well, he's constantly sick. He's constantly coughing up blood. He's very thin. He's always wearing a hoodie. And he likes ants. A little weird. Then you have uh, Shingo Wakamoto. He is the pretty boy. He's dyed his hair blonde. He's at the school. He's kind of a tough guy. But he's a little... He's, he's there because he wants to be a pervert, let's be honest. You have Takahito Morokuzo, a.k.a. Gakto, glasses. He is there because he's an intellectual. He is smart. He wants to go to the best school. He loves... Romance of the Three Kingdoms, and he is, speaks in a very Takawata Kuno-esque way. When they dub this into English, he's probably going to be speaking very sp- Shakespearean, but he speaks very antiquated and old and very formally. He seems like he's an elitist, and he goes through a lot of punishment in this. A lot of punishment. He's also got long hair. And then we have our main character, Kiyoshi Fujino, who he's the normal... I don't want to say he's milk toast, but he's, he's kind of the typical... Insert yourself into this character character. Let's be honest. And the whole thing is that these five boys are in this school, surrounded by lots of women. They don't they've never talked to girls before, and this should be the great opportunity. Like I said, two hundred to one means you could probably find a girlfriend out of those two hundred girls. At least one of them's gonna like you. Maybe two, maybe three. Who knows? And through some interesting circumstances, these guys get caught kind of being pervs they get caught sneaking into the girls locker room doing some stuff which isn't right even though they, sh- they shouldn't like they're gonna send one of them in with a camera that he almost gets caught stuff happens and what happens is the school has like draconian level rules in place that make sure that these people will get punished or anybody will get punished for breaking these infractions and the underground student council is going to take care of these boys because all of them hate that there are men intruding in their female paradise so they give these boys a ultimatum they say here's the deal we can either have you expelled and everyone's gonna know you're perverts and horrible and then you're never going to be able to go anywhere ever again because this is actually one of the best schools in tokyo it, you can guarantee todai it's a great school and by being rejected from the school you're never going to go anywhere again you're going to be worse than a d-level school Or, you could spend a month in our prison block. This school, imagine a circle. The school is in the circle, and in the middle of it, there is actually a courtyard. In the middle of the courtyard, they've built a prison for these boys. And they're going to be stuck in there for a month. And that's where the story takes place, is these guys stuck in this prison where... They're not allowed to interact with the other students. They have to watch their classes through a video screen. They are beaten by their wardens, which are the three hidden members, the members of the hidden underground student council. 
and all the crazy shit that happens. Now I know you're like saying, wait, this is some weird prison level shit? I'm like, yeah, it's literally they're trying to deal with surviving school and getting out of this prison and being treated like garbage because their warden is essentially these three girls, the president, vice president, and secretary of the student council. You have Mari Kurahara, who is the president who is very anti-boys because she has issues with her father, who we're going to get to in a minute. You have Mako, who is the vice president and the chief warden. She's the one that is essentially in charge of them 80% of the time. She is tall. She has huge boobs, big ass, and she looks amazing. And she, a lot of girls cosplay her, and she is always wearing a short skirt, a very, like, three sizes too small uniform sweater, and she's always carrying a riding crop. She beats the boys, kicks them, beats them, constantly doing Hindu squats, and is very, like, um, she's very manly, and the guys like that she's very BDSM. Well, everyone except for Kyoshi. Kyoshi, he has someone else he likes. We're going to get there in a bit. And then you have Hana. Hana, she acts all nice and sweet, but then if you don't listen to Hana, she will beat the shit out of you because she's a kendo artist, a kung fu artist, and she is just as bad as Mako. But Mako is mean completely. She is rude to them. She treats them like garbage. She says, you're pigs, you're scum, you're evil. Hana says, oh, let's be nicely friends. Oh, you're not going to listen to me? Well, I'm going to kill you. So it's you have this dynamic between these girls. Now, the other girls in the school, they really don't know these these boys, and they think that they're... I'm going to turn the air conditioner on again. I apologize. They don't know these boys, so they're thinking that they're all perverts, but there's one girl who doesn't think that they're perverts. And that is going to be... Uh, I believe it. Chio Kurahara. Yes, the president's little sister. She met Kyoshi in her class on the first day, and what happened was that Kyoshi dropped an eraser his mom gave him for luck. He thought this eraser looked stupid because it was a, a sumo guy on it. And when he dropped it, Chio picked it up and looked at him and was like, Wait, you like sumo too? I didn't think anyone else liked this thing. I thought that was only for old men. And him being a boy, a guy, and a girl talking to him, was like, Yeah, yeah, I love sumo. You know, this is one of my favorite characters I, I love it and i'm talking sumo for 20 minutes even though he knows nothing about it and he's like thank you mom for giving me this lame thing i met a girl who likes it and she is into him and thinks he's a good person later on after he's incarcerated uh she runs into him again when kiyoshi saves a bunch of baby birds that fell out of a nest he goes picks them up puts them back in make sure they're okay and she's like i know you were a good person you're gonna make things better and it'll be all good we're gonna be friends and I know you're a good person. I'm going to forgive you for what you did. And we're going to see what happens. He's like, I'm in love with this girl. And she is the motivation for him for all the things he does. Like, they make an agreement. She says, look, you have this one day. In two weeks, there is a sumo tournament. Let's go together. It's like, sure, that's the weekend that they're actually going to let us out of the prison. It's going to be all good. We can go. We can meet. It'll be a great time, right? No. What happens is that the president she gets pissed off for some reason and she says you guys are not allowed out your privileges have been taken away and if you do anything else you're going to get kicked out of school because she's trying to do everything she can to get these boys kicked out of school and now it has become kyoshi has to get 
he wants his group. He wants to get this girl. So he is now going to sneak in and get this girl one way or the other. He's going to get out and hang out with this girl one way or the other. So he's going to break out of this prison. That becomes the crux of the first season or the first volume of this is him trying to break out and escape. And then it leads to a lot of confusion because one of the other characters, uh, Gakuto, finds out that he's trying to break out. And he's like, look, I'll help you break out. But the deal is that you have to get this Romance of the Three Kingdoms figure that I want to get. They only make one every five years and I want this figure so bad. I'll give you the money. You have to take care of this and I'll help you escape. Like, okay, I'll help you escape. And it becomes they're, they're conspiring, not telling the other guys. It, it leads to the other guys thinking that Gakuto and Kyoshi are a gay couple. Because of a lot of just weird events of them hanging out together. And just, it becomes really hilarious and awkward. And you're like, okay, this is crazy. And then throw in the fact that you have Hana. When Kyoshi saves the birds earlier, like I told you, he ends up falling out of a tree in front of Hana when Hana is doing something. Nothing bad, just something. And she gets humiliated by it. And now she becomes obsessed with Kyoshi. She wants him to be humiliated in front of her. And it just gets more and more crazy. And she's now into him in a weird sort of way. So it's become this very weird dynamic. Eventually, they try to escape. It fails. And it gets even more convoluted and crazy. Even at one point, there is an amazingly bizarre arm wrestling scene which is between all five guys and the vice president who could beat who meanwhile one of them trying to sneak out get a passcode to prove that they're innocent it is convoluted and crazy and i gotta say i love it i love how weird and crazy it is. i love how each of the characters have different dynamics so one of the cool things that is that uh chio and her sister have this weird philosophy which actually their father who shows up has the same thing it's they have this weird philosophy that judges one's character they all repeat it over and over again for Chio, it's anybody who likes sumo isn't all bad. Because, you know, she likes sumo, that's it. Her big sister, the president, figures out Kyoshi isn't bad because he, the birds he went to save are crows. And she's constantly surrounded by crows, she feeds crows, they're her thing. So her thing is, anybody who likes crows isn't all bad. Now their father, on the other hand, the reason is the reason why Mari hates boys. And why is it? Because he's an ass man. He loves asses. He loves booties. He loves all that. And every time you see him, he looks like, you know, a guy with a mustache who's very important, very proper, isn't going to cause problems. Then it shows him either looking at porn with people's asses or looking at websites that are like assjob.com or, or big beautiful asses. Or he's walking with a folder which says important documents on it and then he drops it and it just all these pictures of girls butts come out he's a horrible he's a horrible perverted person and he's why his daughter hates men and it's also it's a running joke is the whole thing because his philosophy to judge one's character is anybody who likes butts isn't all bad and he brings this up at one crucial point when the boys go to him and say, look, you can't kick us out. There's got, you got to give us more time. And he asks them the most pivotal question, the most important question you could ask a man. What do you prefer? Boobs or ass? <laughs> and what they answer will determine if he lets them out or helps them or not. This is fucking ridiculous. It is really crazy. Now... The art style is very... It's polished, it's clean, it looks really well. But it is a little risque and out there. It goes to insane lengths 
to show things. I mean, like I said, seeing Mako beat the hell out of the prisoners is really, it's borderline BDSM. It really is. Well, no, it's BDSM. It's her beating them, whipping them, crushing them, stepping on them with high-heeled shoes, whacking them, smacking them. At one point, she steps on one of them so hard he's bleeding. And some of the guys like, why are you, why are you not letting her beat us? It's awesome. It's okay. I have a big body. Beat me. I'll lick your shoes. And it's just, it's, this is, it's etchy. It definitely is. It's, it's, it's not sex, but it's literally everything but. It's, I mean, there's, it, this is like the masochist manga. If you are a masochist, you will love this to just see these girls beat the hell out of these boys and treat them horribly. The prison school aspect is actually really cool. Them trying to escape, them dealing with the situation, them concocting their escape plan, seeing it go horribly awry, and then them trying to adapt to it. That's all well and good, but it is the other part, which is the real crux, is them dealing with these weird situations. I mean, like I said, the girl Hana, she is very bipolar. She starts out being sweet, then mean, and then when she's fixated on Kyosha, she gets very obsessive, and then her the thing she's wanting him to do is so like what the fuck you really go what the fuck and if you are someone who is not into if you are someone who's pure and innocent and wants something which is not dirty you're gonna hate this if you don't like kill a kill because you think kill a kill is too many boobs or too much too risque you won't like this this goes way above and beyond this is beyond it's perverse but it's not porn. It's weird. It's like a place, right? It's like going far enough to the line where it's almost porn, but it's not porn. Later on in the manga, it gets to the point when you have images of of Medusas and Pythons and weird statues being used as stuff. And then someone filling a water bottle up with potential body fluid. And you're like, what is this shit? <laughs> this is crazy. It goes all fucking over the place. I just can't even... I'm not even gonna. Let's just say... This is a weird fucking manga. And I I love it. It's I like it a lot. Maybe that says a lot about me. But I just... I find it fascinating in a weird way. It's funny and it's weird and it's crazy. I mean, personally, it's not my kink. But it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it is a good... It is a good ride. Especially once you get all of the craziness happening. Once you have all the craziness going on, them trying to escape, and when you get into the prison aspect of it, it's actually really cool because it is becomes like a great escape prison, uh, the escape plan, all those prison movies where you have to deal with the ticking clock. Like, okay, they're going to be expelled in seven days. What are they going to do to get out of the expulsion? How can they get the evidence they need to prove that they're innocent while being stuck in this prison? How could they escape? How can they concoct this plan? Later on, they get out and the and the underground student council ends up going in the prison so then it reverses roles where the girls are being beaten by a different group and then the boys have to help them out and one ends up going in the prison it becomes weird where it becomes even a bigger love triangle and then you have chio who's she i don't know chio is a girl who's way too innocent to be in this series she's too stupid to be in this series because she thinks the best of everybody and that's a good thing, but she is naive to an insane degree. Now, overall, out of a five-point rating system, I have to give this. Borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky, but don't mention it to, to a lot of people because this is... It's a fun read. 
it's not for everybody, but it is a fun read, and it is very what the fuck. It is really just it, it's pushing boundaries. So if you are into this kind of kinky stuff, I think you'll like it. If you're not, well, I do apologize. There's other stuff, so many other good things to read, and hopefully we'll have something a lot better to read next time. I got some interesting things on the title now. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email me at sparkin at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace. I know MySpace. I'm on iTunes. If you want, please leave a star rating on iTunes. Let us know that you still listen to us, that you like us. It keeps me motivated a little bit longer. Every time I get an email or a comment or concern or a quote, it actually just, or a tweet, it just makes me a little happier. So email me. Let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoy this. I really do. I love doing this. I want to keep doing this. Let me keep doing this by just letting me know that you you care. Anyway, so let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Yes, friend, is the Wheel of Manga accepts no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a prize wheel with 10 slots on it. What we're going to do is every single slot has a different manga title on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin this Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands, and that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 211. And there are some great titles we got this week. We got some rare ones, we got some cool ones, we got some fun ones, and we have some ones which I just am shocked that they're even on here. So we're going to spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode. And let's see... While we spin. Okay, almost went over. Nope, it's on number seven. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga. Whoa. Okay, this is a, a, a switch going from one extreme to the other. This is a manga about a daddy and his little girl as they explore the worlds of food and life. And what am I talking about? I am talking about sweetness and lightning. You've seen that anime. It is adorable. Uh, it's that's, This is a weird... Like I said, it's going to go all over the place. So I guess... So yeah, check that out next time. I guess that's it for this episode. Remember, you can check out any of our other episodes. You can let me know what you think. I hope to see you at Anime Next and at CPAC, and I guess that's it. Uh, we are Gonsville. We will catch you next time. Check out any of our other reviews, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.